my opinion, before we try to manage our task, the first step has to be know your task and eliminate the unimportant stuff. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back. I'm Christine. I'm your host and welcome back to this second episode of the productivity series with Oliver. Welcome back, Oliver. Thank you really much for being in the show again. Yes, I'm super excited because last time I took a lot of notes and everyone who hasn't listened to the first episode was uh, very interesting, not just to get to know Oliver better and uh, his, uh, his journey uh, through productivity, but also lots and lots of practical, amazing tips um, for email management. And today we are talking about task management. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, so let me hand over to Oliver directly to get started with task management. Oliver, what can you tell us about this? Thank you for the introduction. And uh, yes, today is everything is about task management. So if you are looking, for example, in, in blogs, different blogs on the internet, everything is about task management, about having the perfect to-do list, how to structure it, to use paper or digital tools and I want, with your help, Christine, I want to bring a bit of light into, into this kind of topic because in my opinion, and I'm excited about how you feel about it, in my opinion, the discussion in, like, let's say, the books or the internet is too much focused on what kind of tools you use. If you use Asana, To-Do List, uh, to is Trello, but in my opinion, it doesn't matter, or it matters, but it's not as important what kind of tool you use, it's more important what kind of structure you use. And yeah, I'm really excited. What do you think about this? Yes, I, I agree. And we already mentioned, touched on, on this uh, in the last episode because it's not always uh, just the tool. You have to know how to use it and you have to have your own way and structure and make sure you use it in the most efficient way that works for you because some tools can be amazing uh, but can be also overwhelming maybe and have a lot of of, um, uh, of things in there that you don't need uh, maybe uh, and then it might not be the right tool or you might need to find out what's the best way but uh, structure comes before the tool for sure because you can a tool can be also a piece of paper and a pen of course um, but we're in, in a digital era obviously and the tools digital tools and apps and websites and project management tools can really help to automize things and to be more efficient but if you don't have the structure then also that won't work yes i completely agree yes and there's like a really cool quote that i use regularly which is a tool no <laughs> excuse me a fool with a tool is still a fool so let's <laughs> go directly into it yes and yeah in the preparation of this episode i thought about what does task management help us with? And um, when I think about task management, I think about two things that each task or that the task management should help us with. The first thing, help us maintain the overview, right? Because we cannot keep everything in our mind. 
if you're working, for example, in the startup area or if you're a freelancer or have different kind of uh, jobs or businesses, normally you have a lot of projects. You have a lot of things to do. You have a lot of different kind of areas where you're working from. So a good task management should help us maintain the overview. What do I have to do today? What do I have to do tomorrow and the week after? And the second thing that I think task management should help us with is to help us focusing on the important tasks. Because if you're looking at the problems that task management is causing, right? Or everybody should know at least, we have too many ta tasks per day, right? So when I talk to people, they feel overwhelmed or frustrated because that their to-do list, for example, has 15, 20, 30 tasks. And if you're looking at your task list in the morning, you know that you won't finish it completely at the end of the day. And this will cause you overwhelming and frustrating. And on the other hand, I think another problem that will well, the task management has is the feeling at the day, end of the day, that you are busy but not really productive. So in my, from my yes. point of view, the task management should deal with that kind of problems, right? And I will go straight to the solutions after yeah, you want to mention something, but this is really crucial to know. People normally focusing on finding directly a solution, but in my opinion, you should step back first. What's the problems? In my case, it was too many tasks per day and the feeling that I, I don't know, completed 20 tasks, but wasn't productive just busy. So yes, yes. I, back I, to you. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah thank you. Um, I, I agree. That's a really good point because it's, it's good to have a solution focused mindset and not focus always on the problems in your life and in, in your, in your business, um, how uh, or doing your studies or something, but sometimes looking at, okay, what is actually the issue, problem, challenge, whatever you want to call it and how, and why is this there in the first place? <laughs> um, and then it might be resolved already with the first step by reducing the task, by um, not doing certain things. I really um, was super strict. Also, I have to say this in last week with some of the stuff, stuff um, after we had our, our first episode recording, actually. And I thought, okay, there's some stuff. I'm super productive and stuff and I get things done. However, I can do better. And I can use either more tools, but also I can look into exactly that. Okay, what's the problem? Why is stuff? Why are certain things stealing my time? And are they really worth doing? And this is what I do with all my clients. Uh, but uh, you might know uh, the things that um, we do with clients, we don't do perfectly for ourselves. But this time I really implemented a lot of things and it, it took a lot of pressure off my shoulder and um, freed up some more time that I can spend in a more productive way, focusing really on, on this final aim that I'm having and a focus of my business at the moment. Um, so good, good point saying, step back, have a look at what the issue is and where is it coming from? And then you can look into solutions because maybe you can eradicate some of the stuff already and then there might be a better solution than the one you thought would be. Sure, 100% agree. Shall we jump directly into the solution? What do you yes. Think? <laughs> okay. So when I look at task management, normally I will divide it in two parts. And this is really crucial to, to understand because normally 
people focusing on how to manage their task, right? So, and this is like the whole time management, task management, self-management kind of area. But also, in my opinion, before we try to manage our task, the first step has to be know your task and eliminate the unimportant stuff, right? So when I look at task management yes. or when I work with my clients, first, I, I say that I, or I want, want to help them to understand what kind of task they have. First, it's know your task and get an overview about your task. And just the second step is manage your task. So and for the first part, in my system, the system that I use, I try to focus on three kind, or let's say four. I'm, maybe I will send you a little metrics that I, I was uh, creating. So you can, you can divide tasks into recurring tasks and one-time tasks. This is like the, the one dimension. Yeah. And the second mm -hmm. dimension is, are they goal-related or not? And if you, if you just divide it to, through this kind of dimensions, you get the one-time task, which are goal-related, which in my system, I call the project, project tasks. You have the second, which is goal-related, but recurring task, which I call the areas of focus. And you have like the recurring tasks that are not goal-related, which are obviously the routines. Like for example, if you're a startup answering emails or doing the financial stuff, doing all your admin work would be a perfect routine. When it comes to projects is, I don't know, producing or let's say creating a sales process, building your website. This is like, it has a concrete start point, a concrete end point, and it's, it's a kind of project. And now when it comes to productivity, the, in my opinion, the most important task is your area of focus, which are the recurring tasks that you do on a daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly basis that will bring your business up, or let's say that bring your business to the next level. For example, I give you like a quick example. If you're looking at the normal chain of a startup, you have at least the strategic planning, you have the customer acquisition, you have the delivery of your services, and in the end you have some kind of marketing follow-up or stuff like this. This is just randomly four parts. But now, if you're focusing on all the tasks that you have to do, all the routines and stuff like this, in my opinion, the best thing you can do is to really step back and think about what are the crucial tasks that you have to do for, like, on a regular basis for maintaining your business. Like you have, for sure, you, you have to earn money. So you have to acquire customers, stuff like this, and then make this a routine, right? but an area of focus routine. And then focusing on the project task and the rest, the routines and single tasks that will come in, you have to prioritize your retires. Just to mention that maybe it was a bit complicated, but first step, know your task, right? Divide it through, through like, um, what, kind, what is it? What are my routines, my most crucial routines that I should not skip? What are my other routines? What are my project tasks? 
And then you can really apply the good old 80-20 Pareto, uh, Pareto principle, where you can say, okay, this is like the crucial things that I should not skip. The rest is optional. The yeah. second step is managing your tasks. But before I go into that, do you have any questions or do you want to add something about how to get an overview about your task? Uh, no, I think uh, that's good. I mean, the, um, the question might be, okay, how, how do I, where do I start with creating a list of all the things I'm doing? Um, and I, I, my question would be maybe also to you, uh, do you only talk about business tasks or uh, do you want to look at the entire life? <laughs> so is it personal tasks and business tasks that people want to look at um, to receive a better balance between the two i don't know what would you recommend yeah i would strongly recommend to look at your whole life so yes. for me for example recurring stuff is for example time with my family and my loved ones yeah time and for, also maybe gym maybe gym yes. maybe some uh, reading time maybe some yeah whatever you do mm -hmm. so in my case i in my private life i have three areas of focus which is the first one is sport and health everything which is related to to my body which helps me to be productive which helps me to maintain my high level of energy the second thing or recurring area of focus that i have is knowledge so reading books looking at online courses for example your really beautiful online courses that you did like stuff like this and um, the third and last part are my relationships so, for example, one of my tasks that I have on Friday is looking at my list of my close friends. And maybe I wasn't paying attention to, I don't know, a friend of mine that I wasn't calling for a month. So I decide to, to call him or calling my family, stuff like this. So these are like three areas of focus that I have in my, in my personal life that I really, really focus on. And these tasks are on my to-do list. And in my, in my professional um, life, so if you will come like this, the, the areas are really everything about cost, uh, marketing and sales, everything about making my service better, and everything which is related to planning, right? So these are the most crucial points and I really made a really strong uh, routine out of it that I would never skip it. So if you're looking at your week, and we will come back to uh, time management in another episode. But if you now look at your, your week, you have a baseline, let's say baseline scenario where you have, I don't know, 10 to 15 hours where you're only doing the most important uh, tasks, like areas of focus tasks. And then on top, you're bringing your routines that you have to take care of, for example, answering emails, stuff like this. And on top, um, you have the project tasks, which will make your business, or if you use it in your, your personal life, your, your personal life better and bringing it to the next level. Yes, there's um, one thing I would like uh, also to say, because again, sometimes people might think like, okay, but where do I start? How do I create the list? Obviously, how you're creating the list is up to you if you want to put it on a piece of paper, if you want to do it digital or something. But what I would say is to have this as a 
evolving document um, because there might be new things that come along that you need to add to the business or to your personal life. Uh, you might have a new hobby, <laughs> a new routine. Um, so um, you will also forget something when you start creating this list. So once you come across something, you think, oh, I didn't put that on the list, put it on the list. So this is how it's an evolving document and it might change over time as well. And that is okay. And you need to maybe review it from time to time and um, to be the most productive self. Yeah, 100%. Um, I agree totally because in my, for example, in my case, I use um, half, I, I will take myself off half a day in uh, like in, in three months to only look about my kind of areas of focus and my projects and add new stuff, add new hobbies, stuff like this. So this is like really important to mention that it, it is involving, right? Now that we got an overview, you should be now, if you, if you take yourself time about what's your kind of uh, weak growing um, or recurring areas of focus tasks, what are your projects which are directly related to your, to your goals? Yeah, we didn't mention that before. A good task management, one of the basics, you cannot prioritize or have a good task management if you do not know your goals. You can manage your routines, you can manage the stuff that is coming in, but a good Goal setting is, in my case, or in my opinion, is uh, the baseline of a good task management. Good. So the first step is made. We got an overview about our task. What are the most important tasks? What are our projects, our routines? And now you could eliminate things that are not really important. You will do it anyways. If you're getting more to do and you're get used to work more on the important stuff. The unimportant stuff will, if, you, if you're using this kind of metrics, you will really quickly see that you're, you will not use so many, uh, will not use much time for unimportant stuff. Now, the second step is managing your task. Yeah, and there I strongly recommend to use a to-do list. And it doesn't matter what kind of to-do list you, you use. You can use, for example, and paper-based to-do list. You can use a digital to-do list. There are so, I don't know, 1,000 different apps, programs, uh, when it comes to organizing your task. But I just brought you three, let's say, hacks, productivity task management hacks that I use in my task management system that each of them, or each of the, the hacks, improved my productivity immense so the first thing that i recommend you is if you're looking at your to-do list every to-do should have an action verb maybe you know that situation think about for example you you i don't know get an email or okay maybe email is not the best uh, thing but somebody says to you hey can you send me the report xyz uh, in two weeks and you write, write it down. For example, report X, Y, Z. And in two weeks, you will look at your to-do list and you don't know what you should do with this report, whom you will send it, stuff like this. So if you have to get used to writing tasks really precise, and the most important thing is that you use an action word. 
what should you do with this kind of object? Send, report, update, report, delay, delete, report. It can be everything, right? But the first hack that I could give you when it comes to managing your task, use action works and be as concrete as possible. Your future me will thank you. This I can, can promise you. The second mm -hmm. hack, or do you want to add some? No, I think, I think uh, yeah, great. No, great. I was just going to say, good. I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Like the action work is so easy, but makes a huge impact. So Yes, and yeah. I don't use it, so I will make sure I will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, the second thing that I can give you, actually, I have to say, it. this is not, I, I let's say, how do you say it? I robbed it, or no, I, I got it from another productivity guru that I really like. Which you could say you stole it, but um, let's say you got inspired. <laughs> I got inspired by Carl Pauline, which is a really nice uh, productivity guru when it comes to digital productivity programs. And he has a two plus eight productivity system, which matches my own system so well that I now use the two, point, uh, two plus eight. Because you know the Pareto principle like 20, 30, uh, 20, 80. Yes. So 20% of your task will bring 80% of the results. And when it comes to your to-do list, normally if you're looking at statistics or if you, for example, watching at your to-do list for, for a few weeks, you will see that you normally, if you have more than 10 to-dos on your list, normally you will end the day without doing them, right? So maybe you have one, two, three tasks less. So the first thing is your to-do list should, or for a day, should only have 10 to-dos. Not more, just 10. And inside the 10 tasks, there should be two to-dos and eight nice to-dos. And this is like a really crucial point. So the two or the top to-dos, should be related to your goals. It can be a product uh, project, it can be an area of focus task, but it should have, in my opinion, should be related to your goals that you want to reach. And you should not end your, your day without finishing the two tasks. If you are getting used to, to do the tasks, the, the two top to do tasks, then you will get uh, like, like a two tasks in a day, 10 tasks in a week, which are goal-related. Because normally if you're looking at productivity, people doing three goal-related tasks in a day, the next day they're just doing routines and stuff that will not matter. And then they will again doing important tasks. But if you're getting used to two tasks that are goal-related every day, you get used or you will use the compound effect. So you will be productive, constantly productive, so two plus eight is, re in my opinion, is really nice. And the third and last hack that I use is your to-do list is just that, a to-do list. So you can end up writing there 10, 15, 20, 30 to-dos. And even if you have action verbs and just add 10 tasks for the day, you could end the day without doing one task if you have meetings all the time. So the last hack that I give to you is use the combination 
of your calendar and your to-do list. Before you writing, so sit in, in the evening, I would highly recommend you to look through your calendar. What kind of event, events do you have? Where are the, or do you have time to work productivity, uh, to work on your, your most important task for the day? And if you have, then do your to-do list. Because if you don't pay attention to your calendar, it can be that you have the perfectly two plus eight task every task has its own action verb, but in the end of the day, you have eight hours of Zoom meetings and you cannot do a task. So. Yes, perfect. I think um, that was really good. Uh, thank you. And yes, the two, two, two main tasks or the, the tasks that you need to do to get closer to your goal, it's really important to get this done and, and to prioritize things. I mean, there's, uh, I can give a whole um whole episode about how to prioritize tasks but um yeah. make sure you you do prioritize your tasks that get you closer to your goal and use this um these rules to to cut out things that you really don't need things that don't bring too much um and uh sometimes we all need to do things that we don't like doing but we have to in the business maybe you can even outsource those and um but sometimes we can't and just need to get things done for me, I like to do things first that I don't like to do. Um, so they don't nag me and they don't annoy me. And I think like, mm. but a very good point. And I do that as well. I check in the evening at the end of my working day, basically, okay, what's coming up tomorrow? Um, and then already create my today list for tomorrow, looking into my calendar, what kind of meetings do I have? So I know also which blocks to put where. So when do I do this? When do I do that? Um, because I also do that. I, I look at the tasks and have allocated time blocks for those tasks. Yeah, thank you, perfect. Yeah, so this is like a really important part, uh, really important point, right? To, we didn't talk about, um, about prioritization, but in my opinion, if you have goals, really goals that motivates you, prioritization um, is easy for you. But if you don't know where to go, then, the prioritization is really hard to make, right, in your tasks. Yes, yes. Um, finding what to do first and next. And sometimes it also like, ah, I need to do everything. But no, okay. Yes. What really happens if you do this in half an hour? What if you do that tomorrow? And a lot of times we get stressed out for nothing. Um, and it's the same when people say, oh, I have to post at uh, 2 p.m. on social media, on Instagram. Well, unless you, you have a, a big following of people that are waiting for you to go live on Instagram and you, uh, you told everyone you will, um, nothing happens if you post it an hour later or something, probably. <laughs> but just don't get too stressed out about things um, and timelines that you set yourself that might not have to be at that specific point in time. Mm. Yes, and it's... It's so important. This is why I brought up the two plus eight rule because the mistake that I see in almost every to-do list I watch uh, is five or six top to-dos, right? For example, you mentioned the posting something on social media uh, task. And if, you're, if you set yourself rules, for example, there are only two top to-dos, only two to-dos, eight nice to-dos, then you have to focus, then you have to prioritize, you have to think about what is really important 
and um, yeah, there normally I just have a little reminder on my on my sideboard, which is um, the focus question. The focus question means what task will make all the other tasks easier, and this is like a really nice question that you can ask yourself mm, the next day. Very nice. And yeah, it's it's like a game changer because you think about okay, not only will a social media post I don't know, make myself, um, my life easier, my business easier. Yes or no. And sometimes, uh, for example, if you sit there in the evening, you can say, okay, maybe I have to, I don't know, optimize stuff. Or maybe I have to write the process, um, my sales process, my marketing process, update it. And then you will get the results in the long run, right? Yes. What else? What else do we have? Anything else we want to share? I mean, this was already a lot and I wrote it down and there's super actionable and actually simple tips that everyone can do. And I just suggest start with one, start getting used to one thing that you want to implement and um, just keep stick with it to make this a habit to put action words in. Okay. Ah, no. And it becomes easier for you and then add on the next bits. Um, but amazing. Thank you. Super good. Yeah. You're welcome. And um, they are like, obviously there are 1000 tips when it comes to task management. The op most obviously I, I skipped because for example, you, you mentioned a really nice uh, one, for example, eat the frog. Everybody knows the book. So eat the, or eat the frog or do the most yes. unpleasant uh, task in the morning. So you don't start with, Oh, I just doing this email, doing that email. And after two hours, you're too, too tired to do the big task. Um, this would be another tip. And um, one thing that I really want to stress out when now we are talking a bit more about tools, when it comes to your to-do list, the to-do list, the only thing that the to-do list does is shows it shows you what you have to do today. Sometimes, especially when it comes to working with startups, and the founders getting crazy about the new tools because they are really, they love new apps and uh, there's like Asana, Trello, whatever, new tools everywhere. And they start to make a really crazy, complicated system. But when it comes to your to-do list, it just shows you what you have to do today. It should not show you what you have to do tomorrow in two weeks or stuff like this. This will not, or this will eat your focus, right? So in my case, my to-do list is really lean, really strict. I only see, okay, my top to-dos for the day, my to-dos for, uh, uh, for the morning, my to-dos for the evening. Like normally I have two top to-dos, um, which are, I can do, I don't know, whenever I want to. And I have like, I don't know, four or five to-dos in the morning and the rest in the evening. But in when it comes to my daily planning, I will not look at my week plan, for example. So my to-do list only shows me what you have to do today. Focus. No distractions, just focus. Yeah. Perfect. So, and focus can be more difficult than, uh, than uh, <laughs> it sounds. <laughs> yes. Yes. Perfect. Especially in a world like this. Mm. Exactly. Okay. Um, Yes, please. This is like a question for you. What kind of, um, I just saw before um, your to-do list is, uh, is a paper to-do list, right? What kind of structure do you use? Do you have any tips, hacks, 
when it comes to organizing your to-do list? Yes, I actually have a to-do and a to-day list. Um, so basically mm. because the to-do list is endless and growing and it's getting too frustrating for me when it's not empty and everything's crossed through and it will never be because there's always ongoing things as well where I'm waiting. Um, I have a mix of uh, calendar and, and paper. Uh, I worked with Word documents before. I worked with apps as to-do lists. Um, uh, but I always need to be able to write something quickly as well if I'm talking to a client or if, if something pops into my head or anything. So I do um, went back actually to paper, I have to say. Um, and I do have a, a to-do list um, where it's growing and growing. So for example, I'm working on a new online course. So I have to um, create uh, the timetable for that and this and that. And, and then there's obviously one uh, task or let's say one topic which has a lot of subtasks so I want to have them out of my head to put them down but then I just pick what I will do on the day so for example I also have um, a new plugin I'm using for my website and it has so many add-ons that I can use um, but I, it's impossible for me to look through all the add-ons on a day so I have on my to-do list go through add-ons and see which ones make sense to to use and not use and I'll pick one a day and put them on my list to check out um, and, and stuff like this. So I, I do have things um, that I always do on the day and this is quite lean and uh, really just the main things. And if I still have time and think like, oh, I still want to work a bit more, um, then I will go to my to-do list and look, okay, what's the next thing I would have to do? And basically from that to-do list, I'm creating the today list for the next day as well at the end of the day. And I love wow. picking things off, uh, like crossing things through. I'm a person who is really driven and motivated by that, by having cross, crossing things through. And apps don't give me that same feeling because sometimes the task disappears or sometimes they go into a different column. I work with Asana, with Trello, with, with other Wunderlist and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's my, my at the moment, my to-do list. Yeah, nice. Um, it sounds really good. And this is like the most important part, right? You have the kind of, um, the kind of uh, backlog, your long to-do list, and then you have like a to-do list for, for each day. Nice. Um, I want to give one more hack and then I would uh, summarize everything mm -hmm. that I said. Yeah. It's okay. And then, um, yeah, I hand over to you again. One thing that, um, normally causes a lot of problems are tasks that you for example you should okay i do this on monday then it's monday you don't do it but it's an important task so you schedule it on wednesday then you schedule it on friday and so on and so on and i have a rule for me that if i'm rescheduling task a specific task more than two times it will be for the next time my top priority number one. So in this case, I really try to not. Nice. Yes, to, to <laughs> how do you say it? To control myself because I know sometimes I don't want to do a task, but I know it's important. And then um, if I reschedule this more than two times, then I have to decide, will I do it or not? Maybe I will throw it away, so I won't do it. Or if I do it, I will put it directly on my to-do list, top prior number one, so it will be done. 
this is like my my last mm -hmm. hack that i give super good super good yeah and uh yeah that is true because a lot of times things go from one list to another to the next and yeah. and then it, it's right i'm i've done that as well i went through the to-do list um from time to time i go through that and not the today list but the to-do list and really check okay which tasks on here are on here for too long and i haven't done and if they are are they really important and do i really have to get them now and i was really um from time to time i just delete things and think okay nothing's happening if i don't do that <laughs> or if it's a, a super good idea but it's really just not relevant or not doable at the time um, I will put it on a different list that I have actually with ideas and stuff. I have so many ideas what I want to do in the business, how many books I write, what topic about and stuff, what mm -hmm. webinars to, to do, uh, who do I want on the podcast and stuff like this. So I obviously have planning and stuff going on, but ideas that come up, I have on an ideas list. And every time I'm ready to start a new project, maybe I'll go through that list and pick one of them but um, going through my to-do list and deleting things or moving them to an ideas list uh, but they're not doable at the moment um, so they're not present uh, I do that as well hmm. yes so I really want to stress out this point um, and this like my first step of this summary the first thing is when it comes to task management you have two kind of parts that you really have to pay attention the first one is managing your task and the second one is eliminating the task right so when it comes for example like you said you don't if if something is too long on your to-do list delete it if for example you you're used to post on social media because uh, you got like i don't know huge audience or stuff like this then for example you should think about is this still an important task or can I delete it so you really have to spend time in um, eliminating tasks on the one hand and when it comes to managing your task my three hacks use action verbs use the two plus eight prioritization system and just get used to thinking about time management and task management combined Super good. And that was the summary of the episode, I think. Um, thank you again for your time. I think uh, there was lots and lots to listen to. If you were listening to that during your commute, I suggest you listen to it again when you can make notes <laughs> because there's um, so much in here that uh, you probably forget one or the other things or just re-listen to it whenever you like uh, and implement it the first bit. Um, thank you, Oliver, for your time and all those tips. I made lots of notes and I will make sure I'm going to implement lots of them as well, if not all. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to talk to you. And yeah, I'm really excited about the next episode. Yes, me too. Um, so everyone stay tuned. Next week, next episode, uh, we will be continuing our conversation and supporting you and getting even more productive. And again, if you haven't listened to the first episode and you thought, my God, this was mind blowing. Um, the episode I was just listening to, you should listen to the first one as well, because it's the same. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, it's lots of tips in there for you um, that will support you, not only in your student life, but obviously in your balancing your student and startup life or life in general, really. <laughs> Productivity is super important. 
Um, thank you, everyone, and uh, goodbye. Talk to you next week and also to you, Oliver. Thank you. Goodbye. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.